Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um... Occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Hello and welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis for another week. My name's Willem van Denderen, and as always, we're joined by the CEO of the Waikato Racing Club, Mr. Butch Castles. Butch, how are you, my friend? Yeah, g'day, Willem. Looking forward to big days racing out of Pukekohe Park in particular, but they race at Awapuni as well here in little old NZ. Big day at Pukekohe, number of black type races, group two feature, the Dunstan Feeds, Auckland Thoroughbred Breeders' Stakes, and of course cup races are special wherever they are, and the Pukekohe Traders Counties Cup's drawn a capacity field and plenty of chances throughout. It's going to be a big show. We're going to welcome in George Simon in just a moment, and later on we'll catch up with uh, Trackside TV's Bevan Sweeney. Without further ado, welcome in a man. I'm sure you're all uh, familiar with his voice. He is the uh, the primary race caller there. George Simon. George, welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Yeah, thank you, Willem. Nice to be part of the uh, team this morning, and uh, yeah, nice to uh, join you and Butcher as well. G'day, George. Look, let's uh, have a look at what is always a great day's racing. It's been way back in the days when it was, uh, what, twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollar day or whatever it was. Capacity fields, big fields right throughout the day, and they all get their chance at Pukekohe Park, big roomy confines of uh, of a track where uh, they turn for home and they got a wee way to the winning post. Yeah, it gives every horse an opportunity, Butcher. That long run up the home straight, as you say, it. Uh, some tracks you have to get on your bike from the 800 metres, uh, but at Pukekohe you can sit back and you can wait. Uh, they, they can uh, fan out, they invariably fan out. And as far as commentating is concerned, you have to be on your toes, on, especially on these big days at Pukekohe Park, because they really chop and change positions the last 150 metres as the leaders come back to them and the swoopers come into it. So, yeah, it's always a great day and uh, looking forward to it. Hopefully the weather plays its part. It'll be, uh, be a fantastic day of racing action, I think. Mm, let's have a look at these uh, black type features. The first of them is the Barfoot and Thompson Challenge Stakes for the two-year-olds. Always an interesting race, this early in the season stakes race. There's only one winner in it, Luberon. But gee, the money's come for the local NWE Tiley's stable, Villa Balmero, $4 into 3.5. And they seldom get it wrong, that stable. Well, he's done this before, Nigel Tiley. I think he's one of our best trainers. He just contends himself with a, a very small team these days, so obviously by design, but whenever he takes a horse to the races, you just have to be very wary of it. And if they're playing it at this stage, you can guarantee that it is ready to uh, rock and roll. Luberon's race day experience, the filly by Embella, she was hugely impressive in winning on debut at Ruakaka. That will stand to her, but uh, you have to respect the money that's come on the uh, son of Santos, uh, Villa Balmero. 
Yeah, as you say, from a stable, they can get it right. They've won this race with the debut runners previously. And, uh, yeah, the money would suggest that there's a bit of confidence in the camp. But I'm still swayed by the race day experience. It is so uh, vital, especially for these babies. But, um, yeah, the money's telling you that uh, Villa Belmiro is going to be awfully hard to beat on debut. I like the Elmanzor cult as well, too. Butcher number one, balance of power. I thought it was a nice run on debut, finishing on strongly for third. But, yeah, the race day form does it for mine. Uh, and this for Luberon, who has trialled since her win, and from all accounts, she was pretty impressive at the Ruakanka trials too. Race 8, George, uh, the sprint feature, the Haunui Farm Counties Bowl. Good field of sprinters here. Some of them will make their way through to the Sistema Railway on New Year's Day. Babylon Berlin's trialled up and goes well in a fresh state. Got plenty of weight, as has the other mare, Bonnie Lass, in the race. But she was impressive resuming at Rotorua. Did you see it towards the top? Yeah, look, they are the class acts in the field and the weight that they've been allotted obviously tells you that as well. But I like the three-year-old in the race. Uh, number nine, Sacred Satano. I've been a fan of this horse for a little while. He's been very impressive in what he's done at his two starts back as a three-year-old this campaign. Nice barrier draw and importantly has a huge pull in the weights over the two mares, Babylon Berlin and Bonnie Lass. They'll be right in this run at their eyeballs, but... You know, I think Sacred Satono with the pull in the weights, nice handy draw. Craig Zaki making a, a wonderful start to his career here in NZ uh, takes the ride. And I can see him being a very competitive chance. I just respect the uh, the mayors, though, Babylon Berlin and Bonnie Lass as well. And another mayor that's in this, I think, is number five, Let's Be Glam. She's the interesting runner for mine. But I'm with the three-year-old butcher. I think he can um, step up into this grade, and especially with the pull in the weights over the first uh, the two top mares and the and the handicap, but uh, nine sacred Saturno for mine. Yeah, righto. Race number nine, George, is the Dunstan Feed Auckland Thoroughbred Breeders, Breeders Stakes. And talking about a horse that's had money, Darcy Labella out of the SA Sharrock Stable there at New Plymouth. $3.50 into $3. The rain, a godsend for her. She got the 1,400 metres last time at Hawara. Mm, big roomy track. Maybe that might be the question mark. But uh, again, Alan, someone that is uh, able to set a horse for a race and she's been uh, looking at this for a while. Yeah, look, he, I'm convinced uh, he's got his uh, own line to the man up top because uh, when I spoke, caught up with uh, <laughs> <laughs> when I caught up with Al during the week at the sales at the Ready Run sales, he said, "I hope we get a bit of rain." Well, look, it, it's it's coming, isn't it? And uh, so, yep, uh, I think because of that, I think Darcy Labella is certainly the one to beat. You know, she she's well placed in the way for age conditions, and uh, it is yeah, just ironic that she's here because of the circumstances with the race has been called off last week down at uh, Awapuni, of course. So this is another option, not a bad option too, to be fair. But um, yeah, he, he's blessed Alan Sharrick. And I, I think uh, Darcy Labella has the, the, will have the track conditions. Certainly the weight for age conditions of the race will suit her as well. I think she's going to be awfully hard to beat. But you know, obviously the chances don't end there. I've got a lot of respect for number four, Dragon Queen, especially this way around. And she showed with that fresh up third that uh, she's she's come back in a in a, a really good frame of mind. I think she'll be competitive. I was hugely impressed with Malt Times win at Tirapa the other day too, Butcher. It, it came home at a rate of knots and only got up in the very last stride, but had a bit of a pumping duel to get out at the 250. But boy, she really flew home late. And I think she's a competitive chance from a stable that's firing up at the minute too. Sean and Emma Qualworthy, but and with the uh, the Taranaki visitor and Darcy Labella. 
Feature George, the Pukekohe Traders County's Cup, wide open affair. Plenty of chances right throughout. Uh, I didn't know which way to go. I did think Victor Vegas might just be a chance, particularly with there having been a little bit of rain, but you can make a case for 10 or a dozen and not uh, get the winner. It's a very, very even race. It's a typical County's Cup field, isn't it, Butcher? There's um, chances right from the top right down to the bottom, and you know, it, it's, it always is a very competitive race leading up to the Christmas races. And, yeah, this uh, this year's edition, it's a very uh, wide-open affair, as you say. I just feel that uh, the two fillies that fought out the New Zealand Oaks last season uh, right in the self-obsession and Ballon Rouge. Uh, I've ended up going with Ballon Rouge. I thought her, her last start run was a lot better. Two starts ago, she was woeful in the Matamata Cup. She just never fired a shot, but there were a number of horses that day that didn't fire. Uh, she was much better last time out, and she didn't have all favours as well. I think with Joe Camarudin aboard, I thought 10 Bellon Rouge from the uh, stablemate, uh, Self Obsession, who will be ridden by Vinnie Colgan. They are just beautifully placed in the handicap. I think they will be very competitive stepping up to the 2,100 metres. Good calling tomorrow. Appreciate it here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. Yeah, good as gold, mate. All the best. Outstanding. Thank you very much there, George Simon. On the other side of the break, we'll welcome in Bevan Sweeney. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Welcome back to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Willem van Denderen and Butch Castles with you. And it is now time uh, that we catch up with the face and voice of Trackside TV, Bevan Sweeney. Bevan, welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. How are you, my friend? Yeah, very good. Uh, very good morning to you, boys. Uh, we are playing second fiddle at Awapuni on Saturday to the meeting up north. But we've still got some really nice races to analyse, uh, boys. Uh, not sure we can. Well, it's a bit of a weather watch from mine because it's pretty stormy around this part of the country at the present moment. But at the present moment, our opinion, we're running on a soft seven, which would give it all horses a chance. Yeah, sure would, Bevan. Uh, morning uh, to you. Look, I think, uh, as you say, playing second fiddle, but gee, there are some uh, nice races to have a look at. The first of them we might have a uh, peep at is race number four. And Connor O'Searin, real interest for me. Now with Robbie Patterson, Lisa all pressed to ride. And uh, look, I thought it might be pretty hard to handle. Oh, he will be hard to handle. Yeah, Robbie seems to have found the key to him because when we first saw him with uh, Kevin Roloff, he looked like he was uh, a very good horse for the future and just went off his game. He's been transferred up to Robbie. I didn't pick as a wet tracker butcher, but uh, his last part performance at Trenton was essentially out. Standing. He's up to the 1,400 metres from a good draw with Lisa Orpress going on. I think the 380's OK around that. Uh, Vishaka, waiting for her to strike. She was unlucky at her most recent start. She's at $6 in the market. But I agree with you. I'll certainly be having a little bit on Connor O'Kearn, the way he is going, and especially the way that Robbie Patterson is going at the present moment. And I do expect him to have a massive day at uh, New Plymouth this afternoon. Race number six, Bevan. Uh, this is an interesting one towards the top of the market, uh, top of the uh, field for me. Soldier Boy, we know how good he is. He's been racing in really, really good company uh, the last couple. Uh, and uh, also Ellen's one in Ladies Man. The money's come for it. Five into 3.8 tends to suggest when the money comes from that stable, then it's worth following. Oh, absolutely. Look, uh, Ellen's been talking about this horse in very, very high uh, regard for a long period of time. 
It's just been too fitness runs, isn't it, uh, Butcher? The last start he got uh, back down towards the inside and made up some nice ground. So you're absolutely on the mark. The money has come for this horse this Saturday. Uh, and if he's to make his mark getting towards the Wellington Cup, I think Saturday will be the day. And 5 to 3.8 out of that stable is very, very good money. And expecting this horse to stand up on Saturday. If Mary Louise starts Butcher, I've got a lot of time for her. She is a beautiful staying there. She was exceptional at Trenton in the last on the program in the Sunday meeting. $3.80. She hasn't got a jockey declared, so not sure if she's going to actually start there, but she'd be one to really follow as well going into the summer. She'll stay. I think she's got a really big future. And you mentioned Soldier Boy, who put two very good wins together, went to the Group 1, wasn't disgraced for sure there. He's a good horse who's really finished beautifully. He's at 550, but Alan very seldom gets it wrong. And uh, I think Saturday will be the day for ladies' men to strike at $3.80. I imagine he's trying to sneak into the Wellington Cup at the right weight. So uh, waited for the money to come, and it is on Saturday, ladies' men. And the rain won't be any uh, problem no. either. In fact, that uh, that's a positive uh, as much as anything. Righto, race seven, the uh, Jay Turkington Forestry and the uh, Waipine Logging Bulls Cup. Dionysus might just be nearing its peak. Two runs back, Naranjan Palmer, the three kilos, all adds up a little bit to me. Oh, and to me, this is my bet of the weekend. I'm actually surprised you're getting $3.20 around a horse. Who I think in the summer might be in a city of Auckland Cup, maybe trekking down to Trentham, a race like that. A horse that was good enough to take out the Dunstan Stairs final from memory over ground, owned by uh, Ronnie Dixon, and he's had a lot of good horses with the James and Wellwood team over a long period of time. Three twenty. I thought that was an outstanding opportunity with the three kilos coming off with Nurjan Palmer doing the riding. He's talented, this young man coming out of the Tiakau team. So happy with his uh, position in the, uh, uh, riding this particular horse. Three twenty. I thought that was an outstanding, outstanding price. Uh, subtle point was okay first time over ground. A running second, but it was at Tauhuraneka. This is a step up. I think we only need to talk around one here, Butcher, and it's top of the book, Donna. So it's better the weekend, 3.2. Agree. And let's have a look uh, at the last. Bevan, always nice to find the winner of the last, and it's a uh, pretty even sort of a contest. Uh, couldn't quite work this one out. I need a bit of local knowledge. What do you reckon? I thought this was really tough as well. I think you're speaking middle sort of market prices in this particular race. I've been uh, intrigued by Sweet Janine at times, but it just doesn't get across the line. And after puts up big performances, it was good at its most recent start. It'll get down to the 53 and a half at the gate, just a little bit uh, of a niggle. If you want one at value for the weekend, right down the bottom of the book, Lord Spencer for JJ Rayner. She's an outstanding trainer. Uh, JJ, uh, she's been in Monganui for a long period of uh, time with her father, who's well known. Uh, this horse is eight into seven dollars and fifty cents. Really taken by its effort, fresh up uh, into third and going back in the memory banks. This horse was a winner, fresh up on a wet uh, or on debut on a wet track at Howarder. Uh It really came back with a bang, uh, coming up the inside. I thought it was a really good effort. It's at seven fifty and a very tough race, the last on the program. I'd be going with that, just a little bit of each way to take out the last on the program. I'll tell you what we might do. We might just turn it on its head and have a look at race two. On reflection, it's possibly the race of the day for three-year-olds. There's Northerners there, the likes of Charmario, who won his last two as a two-year-old, including in stakes company, Caravella, who uh, was really good in winning last time. Inquisitive, one for one. 
Terzier, who's one for one from the Patterson stable. Gee, that is a cracking field of three-year-olds. Yeah, it is a good uh, three-year-old event, isn't it, uh, for what is to come for the three-year-olds this season. Lord Cosmos, we know his ability. Uh, he's been uh, close up behind Lickety Split a couple of starts ago. Uh, the Aussies will know uh, that particular horse. So the form around Lord Cosmos is great, but if it, the track does get wet, then you can probably put a line through him. Uh, Chamario is probably the most favoured horse here with the three kilos off its back coming out of the right stable. It was bolted in at Tarapa when we last saw this on the 30th of April, beating home Lord Cosmos. And then there's a few unknowns. South Mays, we know the ability there. Alan Sherrick Factor, wet track would really help that particular horse. Been a fan of Makatoa Miss for a period of time, and Tazir was very good for Robbie Patterson at Woodville on a debut. It's prone for an upset this race, uh, but uh, Chamaro has to be the one to go on top uh, for my knowing the James and Wellwood team. If they travel with the horse, they'll be expecting a forward performance, uh, and so I'll be landing on that. But mm, there might be a, an exciting three-year-old coming out of this race around Tazir. Uh, I think Makatoa Miss has got good ability, inquisitive. The Ramsey Ritchie team ability, and so does the Brassy for Ellen Sharon. So it is a good race. I've landed with the two, but it's prone for an upset this particular event. Mm, it is right. We finally got uh, the running of the Group 1,000 uh, guineas and the New Zealand Cup on Monday. You had to stay in Christchurch an extra couple of days, but I'm not sure that I've seen one as exciting as Legato for a fair while. When she let go, she got rid of them in half a stride, really, and uh, could have won by twice as much as she did. She is right out of the top drawer, isn't she? She is. I think Ken Kelso aged about 10 years over about five minutes when she started to put up an act behind the gates. But that's just her in nature. I understand talking to Ryan post the race, she just had to be tough with her. And once they got to that position, she actually walked in like a lamb in the end after putting on a bit of an act. Uh, so she put them away in a couple of bounds. She sort of posied up uh, and just smashed them, really. Uh, I think the Kraken Million uh, Mile might be on her agenda, but she'll be seen in Australia at some point in her career, uh, as was Levante. And they'll probably both go together, I imagine, uh, in the autumn. But, yeah, she was one out of the box. And it was great to have the cup run. And uh, LJ getting the job done for Kevin Myers. He's gone back-to-back in that race. and spruiked the sword for a long period of time uh, with punters at some pretty big uh, value. I think you could have shot 21, 18, 15, and ended up running $4 uh, on the day. Uh, and it was a family affair, wasn't it, within my shadow with Ashley Meadows running a closer second to Uncle Kevin. So uh, well done uh, to Kevin. He's called Dummy, but that's far from the case, clearly. Uh, two uh, cups for him back-to-back. Uh, yeah, the disappointment clearly put you on Saturday, what uh, unfolded there, but we managed to get it all done and dusted uh, on Monday. And, yeah, she is a very exciting young horse in look after. Bevan Sweeney there of Trackside TV. Butch, that's just about it for another week on uh, on Breakfast with the Kiwis. Before we wrap, though, might just get you to uh, recap the points you uh, you touched touched on off the top. What's got your attention this weekend? What are you uh, What are you most looking forward to? Yeah, looking forward to uh, Pukekohe. Look, it's a big weekend, a big uh, race meeting for the counties racing. Oh, sorry, now they're Auckland Thoroughbred Racing, the combined entity, number of black type races. We see the two-year-olds in the Barfoot and Thompson Challenge Stakes. We've got the Haunui Farm Counties Bowls, Bowl, the Dunstan Feeds, Auckland Thoroughbred Breeders Stakes at Group 2 level for the Mares, and then the Group 3 Pukekohe Traders Counties Cup. So plenty of black type racing, a big roomy track at uh, Pukekohe. They all get their chance. Big fields. Let's just hope the weather doesn't savage it uh, too much. They've had rain, track out into the heavy bracket, but uh, can improve 
as long as there's not rain on the day. Really looking forward to a cracking day out of Pukekohe Park. Outstanding, Butch. Thank you very much for your, uh, your company once again. We'll chat again next week. Good man. That has been Breakfast with the Kiwis. Butch Castles there. Enjoy your weekend at Pukekohe and across the, uh, the rest of all the, uh, the New Zealand racing action. We'll chat to you again next week on Breakfast with the Kiwis on SENZ.